0: Moses cried out to the Lord, what am I to do with these people? They are almost ready to stone me. Lord answered, Moses, go out in front of the people, take with you some of the elders of Israel, take in your hand the staff with which you
1: struck the Nile and go, I will stand there before you
0: by the rock. summer babies. Man, <laughs> I'm lying in the pockets of 7.52, but I'm creeping up on 53 real quick. This <laughs> uh, is around the corner. But it is, what a privilege it is to celebrate another birthday, amen.
1: amen. It's only because of God's blessing that we're
0: able to do that and accomplish that. So, uh, this morning i want going to... Subject of this God, not amongst us. It's the Lord
1: amongst us, or not. It's the Lord amongst us, or not. Among us, or not. We
0: are living in some challenging times, I would say. Most of us, I don't know if there's ever been an era where there are challenges that we face. It's, easy. it's amazing how from each generation to generation, they think the challenges that they face are always uh, insurmountable and uh, the greatest challenges ever. Yes. But when we look throughout history, uh, we realize that we could go back to the past and realize things have been much worse. Yet, things that we face now seem so horrific. Uh, many Americans, as we look at this time of age cannot, still cannot afford moments. In some ways, it seems like we regress through these ups and downs. In fact, many uh, veterans continue to lose homes. Uh, gas prices are escalating right now, just getting higher and higher. Yes. And I remember, that was some time ago. Years ago, the gas prices went well over $3 and that was a challenge, but we got through that. Now it seems like they're going, going creeping back up again uh, right now. Food cost is up. I don't know about you all, but I can't seem to go to the grocery store without spending $50. It just seems like that's the amount you have to spend, and the sad part is, you spend fifty dollars and you look at what you walk out to them. Right. And it doesn't add up. And you know, I'm the only one that experienced that sometimes it am I the only one that looks at your receipt right there after they bring it up to make sure that they counted this, they added it up right? That maybe they missed they messed up something, double charge me for something because that little amount could not be that much. You know, I, I do it all the time, y'all, because I'm just amazed at the cost of food uh, at this time. Uh, Health care is not really an option for most of us in a real sense. Uh, I know we have the Affordable Health Care Act, but when I think about the rising deductible, you know, when a, deductible, a family deductible is 14 I need you to do the math on this. Before yes. you the insurance kicks in, you've got to spend $14,000. Yes. Which really says that you're self-insured. You really don't have insurance unless something major happens. So the insurance is not for anything outside of something major. Amen, somebody? That's right. The That's right. That's so because I, I,
1: $14,000 before it kicks in, That's ridiculous,
0: you know, so uh, we look at all of these things, as a matter of fact I watched a story online this week where some Home Depot workers actually built a walker for a two year old boy out of PVC pipe, I don't know if you saw that story, beautiful story, Um, Father was looking at for some alternative and so they actually built a walker, as a picture of a little boy, a two-year-old, who has some kind of disease to where
1: that prevents him from being able to walk. And so he's smiling on this orange uh,
0: PVC-type made walker. Beautiful, beautiful story. Yet those who saw the story began to comment on the issue. Why is it that this two-year-old boy has to have PVC-type oh, walker built? because, and they started talking about how bad insurance is and and way too high and health coverage is way too high, all of those things, leading this father to get a PBC type and building a walker for his child. That should not be the case in America.
1: Um, And so when we look at all of these things, not only that, I read recently, where the average American family
0: cannot afford $400 emergency. A $400 emergency throws all everything off for of the average American. You know, so when we look at all of these, we could complain about a lot of things, y'all. And that's just the truth. There's a lot that we could complain that We could complain about our taxes being way too high. We could complain
1: uh, about poor education, poor educational outcomes in America. We could complain about college being unaffordable
0: for most. Uh, And the pending student loan crisis that's going to escalate to the point to where it's going to be. You talk about a storm
1: growing and a hurricane coming that's going to be a hurricane coming to America. Yes. The student debt,
0: the student debt, the student loan crisis. And so we can complain about all of these things. We can complain about racial disparities. We can complain yes. about how much traffic there is in
1: Waco now. <laughs> <laughs>
0: It is. There. There is more. Since I moved here five years ago, there is more traffic in up It's amazing how much has changed
1: in five years. <laughs> you better leave a few minutes early. Because <laughs>
0: uh, it's changed. We can complain every day. something every day, all day, and if we're honest, most of us do.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Some folk wake up complaining.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Ain't nobody to talk to but you, but you still complain.
1: You got out of the bay. yourself. why you get up
0: that early? why you wake up? It's time? We are experts at complaining. If you haven't mastered anything else, I want you to check yourself. You've mastered how to complain. You know how to do that well. You greed
1: and complaining.
0: You've taken so many classes on complaining that you know how to complain every which way there is to complain about something. It's amazing how we complain even when things get better. Amen, somebody.
1: Amen, <laughs> somebody
0: we still complain. God moves you from one situation to another, but we still find
1: something to complain about in the
0: new situation.
1: Never satisfied with how God is
0: blessing us. Always reaching more without fully appreciating what he's already done. Before we can just really rejoice and celebrate and just spend some time and bask in what God is doing, we're already thinking about the next thing that we need based upon what God has just given us at the particular moment. We are already reaching for something else. Come to
1: understand
0: That the process, this of His blessing, is just as great as what God is producing in your in your life. That the process is meant to be savored. That the process of how God is blessing you before you receive the end. So, in other words, the
1: me See, you've got to learn how to appreciate the
0: means, the process. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, so, 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 watch this. So, providence is also a part of the process. God will bless you in the process of what He's trying to provide for you. Yes. All right. God wants us to get to a point to where we begin to just glorify him in the process. Amen. In other words, just before we get to the other side of the Jordan, watch this. He wants you to be able to shout for being in the middle of the, of the joy. <laughs> watch yes. this. And because you're on your way to the other side. <laughs> I wish I had somebody that understood what I just said. The fact that you are already on your way to the other side ought to be something to shout about. Your shout should come just when you get to the other side. Your shout ought to be even
1: when you embark from one <laughs> from where you, where God is taking you from.
0: You ought to shout right then and there. Amen. Amen. Watch this. When we complain, we miss the revelation that's in the process of what God is doing. When we complain. Y'all know what I'm talking about. Oh, make it plain, Pastor. Some of us, God has placed in the boat. And we complain about getting it. I gotta get in the boat. Why, why, why we gotta go to the other side? Why, what, what, what wait a minute, you know, wait a minute. You see, you didn't tell me nothing about those no storms I gotta go through all of this. There's a storm coming down. You, you, wait, wait a minute, see. we missed the revelation of the process. Uh, 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 Things and circumstances in life will always change. Need you to understand it's going to always change. Situations will change. But here's the key. God remains the same. Uh, Jesus Christ Scripture tells us is the same
1: yesterday, today, and forever. Oh, wait, 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 wait! See, I think y'all you love hearing
0: scripture,
1: but you have to apply and live it. Let me say that again.
0: Jesus is the same yesterday, today, and forever. It's the same God. The same God that blessed you yesterday is the same God that will bless you today. The same God that got you out of hell yesterday is the same one that will get you out of hell today.
1: The
0: same God that figured out how to... how to, how to get your bills paid yesterday It's going to be the same one that's going to figure out how to pay your bills tomorrow. He didn't change. He
1: didn't change.
0: God does not change. But yet, we complain, and complain, and complain, and complain, and complain some more. And in real sense, this is what God is trying to teach the Israelites in this text this morning. He's saying, "What well, I'm still the same. I'm the same God that brought you out of slavery. Here you are now in the desert. Yes. But I'm the same God. You're in the desert and you're talking about, you complaining about what? But I just brought you out of Egypt. Yes. Look, they fresh on the journey, y'all. Have yes. yes. been yes. enslaved for 400 years. Yes. Yes. And had not been on the journey six months and they were already what? Complaining. and I'm the same God that delivered you from the hands of Pharaoh. Yes. Yes. The same God that brought you through the Red Sea. Mm-hmm. The same God that's leading you with a cloud by night mm. and a pillar, I mean a cloud by day and a pillar of fire by night. Yes. Yeah. Watch this. They're complaining is God amongst us Even as I'm preaching in this text, he's still
1: showing, and they're
0: asking the question really, is God amongst us?
1: They complain.
0: None. So quick to complain. When we complain, we we forget God's past work in our lives. When we complain all the time, you, you, you begin to build to even our past blessings. When we complain, you see, we put God to the test. When we complain, we put God to the test. And and, and when we look at this, you know, in that scripture I read, it talks about the fact that Moses is, is 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 When we look at the story, the people quarreled with Moses, their leader, but he was wisely discerned, but he wisely discerned the true target of their wrath. In verse 2, if we look at verse 2, really who they're putting to the test is God. It's God. Text, it's really God. Uh, God talked about it in the previous chapter, Exodus 16 and 4, where he said to Moses concerning the matter, I will rain down bread from heaven. The people are to go out each day and gather enough for that day. In this way, I will test them and see whether they will follow my instructions. See, God was putting them to the test, but they were trying to put God to the test. Yes. But in that complaint, they decided to see, in that complaining, they put God to the test. And so ultimately what happens is here, here is God testing them because actually that's why if we read this, and we, we, we understand that Moses calls this place Masa and Meribah, quarreling and test. That's what we get from those two names. They reach the place where God is testing them. They're quarreling, they're complaining, but they're also, but God is also testing them. There are situations in life where God will test you. You will reach the place of testing. Question is, are you complaining while taking the test? And if you complain, you see, your complaining is blocking your ability to what past the test. Because you focused on what? The wrong thing. You focused, they were focused on what they lacked, but not
1: focused on what they had.
0: They had this amazing God that had done, already done amazing things, but they were so busy focused on not having water. He was the crazy part. God had just provided them at 16. God had just provided them a miracle and a blessing with me. God had just provided them with all of these things, but yet they were still complaining about a lack of water. Watch this. They were in the desert, but God had not deserted them in the desert. But here they were complaining and testing God. They were testing him. In other words, when we translate that testing, uh, what it translates to is they were basically putting God and Moses on trial. If you translate it, the word for that actually, they they were placing God and Moses on trial. They They were bringing God to try and ushering in a verdict of guilty for being for 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 not taking care of us they had already placed god on trial and i already convicted him guilty here's a question this morning which you're complaining how many of you have placed god on trial Said you guilty. And issued a guilty
1: verdict
0: with God. That God hasn't done what you needed Him to do. Matter of fact, and when we place God on trial, when we decide to place Him on trial, and we issue a guilty verdict, we also, we also, we kill. Because some of us have already ushered a death penalty. They wanted to stone Moses. They actually wanted to kill Moses. So they placed Moses on trial. But in a real sense, it's just God. They placed God on trial and they already ushered in. They'd already rendered a guilty verdict with a sentence of, of a death penalty.
1: That's what they had done in testing God, and testing in that particular, they, they get immersion
0: in a verdict, guilty, and sentenced death penalty. Here's the problem. When we complain to the extent that we place God on trial and we declare a guilty verdict and we issue a death penalty, yes. we are killing the blessing that God has for us. Wow. Yeah. let me me make it real your complaining kills what God is trying to do in your life be careful that you don't put God on trial by complaining all the time and issuing a verdict of guilty and killing the very blessing that God is trying to bestow upon you in your life us to believe even when we don't know everything. Amen. 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 Secret. I'm just talking to you this morning. God don't have to tell you everything. Amen. To bless you God don't have to show you every single thing to bless you
1: God can provide to
0: provide for you however God chooses to provide for you when God chooses to provide for you. got to stop complaining just because he ain't blessing you the way you think you ought to be blessed stop complaining about how God chooses to bless you God chose to bless them God brought them to a desert where there was a, a remote place where there was no water but here's the thing once again didn't I say earlier that God is the same yesterday today and forever so, the same God that had provided all of these miracles in Egypt, they were sitting here complaining. Well, Moses, well, God, in a real sense, God, you brought us out here to the Egypt to die. You, there's no water right now. The same God that did all of these that took our sea and
1: split water. Right.
0: <laughs> so, just because you don't see no water. Can I just say that he was still a pillow of cloud by day and a fire, I mean a, 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 uh, a cloud by day and a of fire by
1: night?
0: Just because you don't see water, All right. All right. oh man, I wish I had somebody All right. All right. doesn't mean that water can't be produced. All right. Stop. Stop complaining because the one that can make water is still with you. Come on yes, he so he tells Moses what? Well, take your rock. <clears throat> <laughs> and strike a rock. Wow. Strike a rock and water comes. So stop complaining. Stop complaining. God can do whatever God chooses to. We, complain, we neutralize that. When we complain, we minimize God's miraculous predictions for our lives. Complaining, grumbling. These are the opposite of walking by faith. Trusting God to provide. You see, it was God who had led them to this place. So when we complain, we neutralize it. We, 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 we minimize. What God is doing, His miraculous power. Amen. I don't know who I'm preaching to or talking to this morning, but all I know is God wanted me to preach this message because there was a
1: folk that were constantly complaining and you're killing what God is doing <laughs> in their life. <laughs> we should never test.
0: complaining, you are testing God. First Corinthians, Paul says, we should not test Christ and do not wrong. These things happen to them as examples and we were written down, and they were written down as a warning for us. We should not put God to the test. God has resources, abundant resources, and solutions that are truly outside of reality and really provisions outside of possibility. And so we shouldn't complain about any situation because we serve a God who can do the impossible at all times and in all situations. Whatever it is you're getting ready to open your mouth and complain about, it. you ought to begin to pray about it. <laughs> <laughs> it, 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 it. As soon as you start, you know what, getting ready to complain. Matter of fact, y'all tell your, your, your spouse, you know what, even if big start, but pray about it, baby. good with him and not worry. That's the other thing. We've got to learn how to take all our cares to God and leave them with God. Leave them. Trust that God who created you knows how to meet
1: your needs. That
0: the God you serve knows how to meet every need you have. Look, always be some, something coming up. Sometimes we need some crisis and we need some challenges because it refines who we are. And that's why God was testing them. God was preparing them and equipping them. Because, But God still had them. And that's what I want somebody to say. You don't need to complain about it. All you got to do is just praise him, worship him, trust him. Because whatever you're going through, God still has you in the middle of it. So you don't have to complain. You just need to go ahead and pray about it. Lift up your talk to him about it. Because he's character of symbols. Uh, symbols. The two symbols, there are two symbols. The symbol for crisis actually combine, combines two symbols. The symbol for crisis combines two, two uh, symbols. The two symbols are danger and opportunity. That's the symbol for the word "crisis" in Chinese—it's it, 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 it's comprised of two symbols: danger and opportunity. So when they see crisis, there's the presentation of danger, but there's also the possibility of opportunity. Amen. <laughs>
1: Amen.
0: You know, so 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 that gives a whole new meaning to that, that that old adage that says uh, every cloud has a civil eye. Yes, yes. Because even though there's crisis, yes. and there may be danger, there's also opportunity. And so, so in other words, when we reach these places where we feel like we can, we've got to complain when there's crisis, where we've got to say something when it seems dangerous or something, but we also need to understand that that's also opportunity. It's opportunity for your God to show up and show out. It might be a crisis situation, but it's also an opportunity for God to do something miraculous in your life. So stop complaining because God is always a true opportunity. Crisis. But we still have Christ. If God be for us, who can really be against us? We might find ourselves in the desert, but we're never deserted by God. Stop complaining and take every care that you have to Christ. Those are the truth. Out. Whatever you're gonna go through, whatever you encounter, God has already got it, already has a plan. It's already figured out. You don't have to waste energy complaining about what you haven't seen. All you need to do is focus on what God is able to do and just begin to pray and talk to Him about what He's doing in your life. To it all. And here's what I found. Sometimes we just got to decide that we're going to wait on the Lord. Sometimes you just got to decide that you know what God I heard, what the doctor said. God I heard what the lawyer said. God I heard what the banker said. I've heard my family but God I ain't making no decision until I hear from you I'm just waiting
1: waiting
0: to hear from you. I'm not going to complain anymore, Lord. I'm done complaining
1: is Constance, praise team Seeger here at One Fellowship Church in Waco, Texas. Thank you for listening. You can learn more about our congregation online at onefellowshipumc.org. You can also like us on Facebook in order to stay up to date with the latest events and activities taking place in our community. Please feel free to share this message and others on social media so that more people can hear about what God is doing here at One Fellowship Church. Thank you and God bless.